You're listening to the One Small Bite Podcast with me, your host, David Roscoe. For over a decade, I have built a successful nutrition practice helping thousands of people thrive, nourish their life, and break the cycle of crazy diets. We will take one small bite at a time to transform your health and develop a positive relationship to food. So let's chop the diet mentality, fuel your body, and nourish your soul. Okay, are you ready? Let's do this. Hola, hola, hola. Welcome to the One Small Buy Podcast. I'm your host, David Orozco, and today's show is special because in this episode, I'll show you how losing weight can actually damage your energy levels and contrary to popular beliefs, lead to more long-term health problems. But don't worry, I'll give you some simple alternatives that you can do right now that'll help keep you feeling fit and energized without getting on that weight loss, weight gain, hamster wheel. And uh, before we get started, let me go over my quick disclaimer. This episode and podcast is for educational and informational purposes only. This is not a substitute for a medical, emotional, or weight-inclusive nutrition or health consult. Please find a registered dietitian or health professional that is Hayes Health at Every Size, Intuitive Eating, and Weight Inclusive Aligned. And of course, license in your state. All right, without further ado, let's get the show on the road. What we'll go over today is how we actually lose weight and what that does in our body. I'll give you the different warning signs of how losing weight is affecting your energy, such as irritability, increased hunger, slow metabolism, sleep problems, irritability, hard to concentrate and focus, depression, low sex drive, and fertility problems. And The best part is, at the end, I'll talk to you about one small thing that can actually help you make the changes that will give you that energy back and help you feel much better. My story wasn't very different. Not too long ago, I was in a difficult place. I felt overwhelmed, and I felt like I was in quicksand. I couldn't pull myself out. My energy levels, by the way, were rock bottom. I thought if I diet or clean eat and exercise a lot that I could probably just manage my way out of this difficult situation. But it actually started affecting my sleep and it just made me grumpier. My family just didn't like the guy I was and quite honestly, neither did I. I knew I needed to change. I realized that what I really needed to do was to reset my priorities. What was most important to me? I wanted to be a great dad, partner, and friend. And I wanted to live a long and healthy life. With just a few small changes, I started feeling better. My energy levels improved almost immediately. And I was becoming the guy that I really wanted to be. My family liked the new me. You know, during that journey, I realized, like many of my clients, I was in the same boat. When we try to lose weight, there are some clear things that we can see. For example, people try it by cutting something out of their diet. Some macros, carbohydrate, gluten. They try cutting out food groups or maybe they become vegan or vegetarian. Or maybe they start using supplements. 
or they go into more extreme exercise routines. In most cases, it's some kind of combination of both. And this really just zaps our energy levels. That's exactly what was happening to me a few years ago. Well, what happens when we try to lose weight is essentially we're putting ourselves in a chronic state of semi-starvation. It really messes our metabolism. Let me give you this analogy. Imagine your body is like an oil rig, right? And in order to tap to the energy source in your body, like an oil rig trying to get petroleum out of the earth, we need a drill. Right? We need this big contraption and then we need this drill and then we got this body of oil somewhere and the drill has to turn and you know it has to suck up. Well, the drill doesn't just do it on its own. On its own, it needs some kind of motor. Well, that motor in our body is our metabolism. And so in order for that motor to run, we need a fuel source. That's food. And that fuel source then helps turn the drill and pull the petroleum out of the ground. Works great. Now, when we stop fueling our motor, now we do have a backup system. Like all great machines, our bodies, we have a backup machine. That backup machine is our liver and our muscles. That liver and that muscle start releasing energy, glucose and start turning the drill. However, the very same energy used to turn the drill then goes right back and starts breaking down the liver and the muscle, okay? Now, that then takes a little bit of energy away from the drill, so you're really not powering up your metabolism, and so therefore it really messes up your system. Again, if you do this for a prolonged period of time, it damages the function of that machine. And so we really need to rely on fueling the motor, our metabolism, efficiently because fat's not just used for energy. It gets pulled out of our bodies and then goes through a refining, refining process, much like petroleum. And a lot of it get used, gets used for cellular function. It gets used for hormone production, for insulation, for growing a baby. It's very, very important for brain function as well. Remember earlier I was telling you about I was getting angry. I didn't like the guy who I was becoming. Well, so same thing happens here. If that metabolism slows down, we really don't get enough of that energy. And so our bodies are starting to feel the challenge, the difficulty. And that, you know what? That motor, that backup system can't run on its own indefinitely. We need an energy source or energy sources. Okay, I know our bodies aren't as simple as an oil rig. It's a very complex system, but I think you get the drift. What's essentially happening is that when we go on some kind of weight loss journey, we are trying to fight the very systems that our body has naturally to help us live longer, help us feel better. And so we actually need that energy. We, we actually haven't lived with a sufficient amount of excess energy, food, for very many years compared to how long man has survived in famines. And so we actually don't know the benefits of how being in a heavier body can actually be. We do know some research that weight gain is actually helpful to protect the body and might even help us live a little bit longer. Okay, but I digress a little bit because I, I know what this sounds like. It's like, mm, we've got to be in that larger body. Okay, let me get to that in just a minute. 
here's another thing that's happening when we go into this weight loss journey. We're essentially in a semi-starved state. Okay, what does that mean? It's another word for chronic stress. When we have chronic stress, we're always constantly on that fight or flight reaction. And so that overworks the body. And so we have the likelihood that, or there's the likelihood that we are overworking the very organs that we need to preserve in order to not develop certain illnesses, such as type 2 diabetes. Type 2 diabetes is where we end up having a combination of high blood sugar levels with some insulin resistance. Now, the inlet cells in the pancreas that make insulin might actually be overworked by this overuse of the backup system when we're not fueling our bodies. And so when that metabolism, interestingly, starts dropping, what happens is it essentially turns a switch on. It's called appetite. (laughs) And we end up eating a little bit more. And so in that semi-starved state, we end up preserving more food because we don't know if we're going to starve again, we're going to do it again. And so this is us trying to trick the body. We can't trick the body. And so the single greatest predictor of weight gain, did you know, is weight loss. So if we try to lose weight, we run the risk long-term that we're actually going to gain it. So here are some of the warning signs that I think are important for us to pay attention to. First one is increased hunger. So think about it. You're not fueling the motor. You're using your backup system. Body's not going to like that. Lower metabolism turns the switch on to increase your appetite. So this is where we seem to get the urge to eat large portions or we can't get ourselves to stop. Well, not everybody's like that. Some people end up uh, snacking a lot or they'll get urges and temptations and cravings and desires. And sometimes they feel like they are unconsciously or mindlessly chaotic eating. Another sign is a weakened immune system. That immune system is very important. You know, 80% of our immune system begins in the gut. So that's where a lot of the development of those immune cells really start. When we're starved, We don't have the energy to help really make some of those things. So it's easier for us to get a cold or not recover fast enough from a simple virus, or we might have difficulty with injuries that may take longer, or we get more allergies, or it's easier for us to get a a flu, the flu or COVID even. The next one is, as I mentioned earlier, your metabolism slows down. And metabolism slowing down can be signs of things like just your libido is low, your energy levels are low, you have low motivation, you're not inspired much. Another one is sleep challenges. This one's interesting because you would think that by having low energy, you're tired, you would sleep a little bit more. Yes, that's true. But one of the things that being chronically hungry or in that semi-starvation state is that it messes with our sleep cycles. If you want to hear more about REM and non-REM, listen to my last episode so you can get some more information. But in that process, we end up creating more problems with our sleep. And when we have more problems with our sleep, we're using up more energy than we should. And that then causes our appetite to increase even more. Another sign is irritability. Sometimes when you have that those anger or those mood swings, that can be a challenge. I know that was one for me. Another one is anxiety or depression, those highs and then those lows. 
I think that that's really challenging for many people many times. And the other one is this lack of focus and confusion that tends to happen as well. The worst part is your semi-starved state or losing weight can actually affect fertility for women and sex drive for men. So, wow, how about that? So these are all signs that losing weight is really just draining your energy. All right. What can we do? Like I said, I've got some simple alternatives that will make a big difference with your fitness as well as with your energy levels. First and foremost, stop trying to lose weight. I know this lands really hard on many people because intellectually, you get what I just told you. However, the social pressures of weight loss are incredibly strong. There's this idea that if we look a certain way, we look thin for women and strong for men, and we have washboard abs and big boobs and skin and bones that, you know what, we're accepted in society. You know, you also see in media, in movies, in TV shows, commercials, the fat people are usually portrayed as negative, slow, stupid, lazy, they might be a villain or the antagonist of a show, or they're sometimes just unimportant and they die off early. Well, we end up internalizing a lot of those ideas of what a fat person is, not to mention the bullying that might happen and the influences and modeled behavior that we get from family members, friends, teachers social media, maybe even that political climate that we're in and telling us how we're supposed to look. And that's tough. That's really, really hard because I know by telling you the simple first thing is to let's let go of losing weight is hard. However, if you think about it, the single greatest reason why we gain weight is because we lose weight. So if we try to lose weight, we can actually end up gaining more. Let's give it up. Stop trying to lose weight. It's not worth it. Another simple alternative, listen to your body. Pay attention to what those energy needs are. Maybe to you, it's irritability, depression. Maybe it's sleep difficulty. Sometimes it's just that increased hunger. Pay attention because those can be great signs to say, hey, what is it that I need to do? How do I need to fuel myself? Now, the next thing about meals and food is you want to bring in a good combination of different types of foods. Yeah, there's the six food groups, fruit, vegetables, grains, dairy, protein, and fats. But I like the seventh one too, and that is fun food. So if you can get combinations on a regular basis, your body will really enjoy that. I kind of like the 75-25. Now, this is just not the 75-25 diet. So please don't take that as an example of what you should do with your what you're eating. But simply, if you can get 75% of the time a combination of healthy fresh fruits and vegetables, leaner proteins, less animal meats, eating out a little bit less and paying attention to how those things might affect you, and then 25% of the time bring those things back in and enjoy them. You know, the other thing too is listening to your body, right? Part of that means that when you go out with friends, if you're eating in a certain way that they don't, they might end up not liking that. They may not feel comfortable around you. Yeah. So 
the weight loss journey can be very isolating. That's going to affect your mood and make you feel kind of left out, alone, lonely, depressed, sad. Another thing that's really beneficial along those lines is, you know what? Get some help. Maybe, yeah, it's a therapist. That's great. Or a dietitian like me. Hopefully one that's also intuitive eating and weight inclusive aligned. That's very important. And you know what? This may not really have anything to do directly with energy, but it's so important. One of the simplest things that you can do is reconnect with other people. Maybe with your partner. Do something for them or with them. With your friends. Those kind of things, they recharge your body. I'll probably call on my friends two, three times a year and we'll go up to the mountains. We'll do a camping trip, hiking trip, and it's really, really nice. There's some simple things that really just recharge your battery, like just the leaves on the forest floor and how they blanket everything. And you think, gosh, it's the circle of life, trees producing leaves, the leaves drop, and they produce food for the microbes in the ground. And and then that becomes the energy for the root structure that then feeds the tree again. And just amazing. You know, those kind of thoughts, I know it sounds a little funny, but they kind of really fuel me quite a bit. And being in a fire and just, you know, talking with the guys, all those kind of things can really just recharge my battery. Feels fantastic. Give it a try. You know what? That's my ask of you. One small thing. One of these small things that you can do that'll help you move that needle. And more importantly, getting away from trying to lose weight. Yes, I I know, I know. There's that strong desire to want to lose weight because of these very strong social norms that we have. But the more we struggle with the weight, the greater the struggle is going to continue. All right. Thank you so much for listening in today and being part of the show. We would really love if you could subscribe, rate, and review the show. This will really help us grow the podcast and get these important messages out to more people. Also, if you're able to help, We would greatly appreciate a small contribution by buying us a coffee. This show runs on, of course, the generosity of our community, and every small amount really helps. More info on where you can donate is located in the show notes. Thank you tons, and really, this means a lot. And remember, chop that diet mentality, fuel your body, and nourish your soul. Until next time, ciao. Oh, yeah.